Welcome to Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faithwork, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for a prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries at at Doom Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faithwork and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faithwork Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. Amen. Hallelujah. It's by his grace that you are not consumed. And we are here. And we have gathered not because we love Pastor Eric. Anna. It's because of the Lord that we serve. Hallelujah. And this one is going to minister to us. Hallelujah. In healing. And the message that we are even preaching will send healing to you as well. Yeah. Hallelujah. But those words that will come out of my mouth are not my own words. They are words the Holy Spirit have inspired. Hallelujah. And from the beginning of the program, I've already told you the will of God for your healing. And I, how many of you were here from the beginning? Okay. Second day. Third day. Wow. And today is the final day. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to John chapter 16. John 16. Let's start from verse 12. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me for he will take word of mine. And declare it to you. All things that the father has are mine. Therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. This scripture is where believers must understand something. Jesus said that I have so many things I want to share with you. But if I teach you now, you can't bear them. But she wants to see how you're confused. Hallelujah. It means that it was not recorded. Let me find a question. Hallelujah. Asampa, <laughs> you want to say hallelujah? Eh? <laughs> hallelujah. So there are so many things that Jesus wanted to teach, but he can't teach. It means that it was not recorded either. Right? He wanted to teach, but because of people will be confused, so it was not recorded. But every account was recorded. And I, right? But see, when the spirit of truth comes, he's going to teach you new things, and he's going to guide you into all truth, so, if you are born again Christian, there are some things the Holy Spirit will teach you. Many people are walking in ignorance. And the Bible says that, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. And people think it's only the knowledge of the Bible. No, it's the knowledge of the Spirit that is inside of you that you have not allowed the Spirit to also teach you new things. Hallelujah. 
Because see, there are so many things. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. And the truth the Holy Spirit will give you may be different from what he will give me. Hallelujah. Look at the way Peter was preaching. Compared to the way Paul was preaching. Even Jesus preaching. Compared to how even Paul was preaching. Hallelujah. Individually, God was giving every information regarding their ministry individually, differently as well. Hallelujah. I say, I have so many things to tell you. But you can't bear them. But when the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth. There are some things the Holy Spirit didn't even demonstrate. Jesus didn't do that. A friend is saying, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? And he spoke that in Hebrew, right? But during the day of Pentecost, something they never experienced with Jesus, they started doing it. Patakata, brakata. Now everybody, we have learned the word, the raw word. I said by his stripes, we are healed. Isaiah said it. Jesus came. He demonstrated it. Not only that, after Jesus left, the stripes was also healing. Hallelujah. Now ask yourself, why is it that sometimes I don't receive my healing? Why? Why do I still get sick repeatedly? People say, oh, Jesus came to take our sins away. Yes, but sometimes you sin. And I came to take my sickness away, but sometimes you become sick. He took away all my curses, but sometimes you have to break the curses out of you. Hallelujah. So if you take the word as it is, consider the letter kills. It is the spirit that gives life. So if you rely on the letter me, I know the word. You can quote from Genesis to Revelation. You know everything. If you don't have the Holy Spirit guiding you in what you have learned, you will lack all things. You will become a slave. Hallelujah. There are some hindrances to healing. And I mentioned it on Friday. That yes, by his tribes we were healed. But not everything that the stripes heals. No, I'm going to break your theology, Kakra. Listen. Yeah. Also by his stripes you are healed. Right? But not everything that the stripes will heal. And not everything that the stripes can heal. Hallelujah. Okay, go to the doctor. I have headache. What kind of house is there? Is that what they do? Okay, I'll see my operation. They will examine. They will diagnose. And when they diagnose and they get what they needed, they prescribe a specific antidote or a specific drug for that specific situation. Hallelujah. So doctors don't just go and give prescription. Oh, Jay. No, no. There are machines. They don't just operate. They say this one quantity, we have to do what? Operation. This one doesn't need a we need to take that tumor out. Right? But believe it, because we are so ignorant, we think that everything strives. Or say, I have so many things to tell you. But the Holy Spirit will teach you something that you don't know. And Jesus demonstrated it. And sometimes any riff. Jesus demonstrated this thing. Jesus was healing. But his healing was not one way. If there is a curse, you don't need stripes. If there is a curse on your body and based on the curse, you are sick, this is not a stripes matter. Hallelujah. Some of you will listen on Saturday dawn. There was a lady who called and she said my family have this series of cancer it looks like all of us have breast cancer some of you heard it you heard it 
We all have breast cancer. My sisters have them. My mother has it. I didn't say, oh, in the name of Jesus, by your stripes, you are healed. No, 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 no. This is a curse. And I said, look, this is a curse. If I release you from the curse, you'll be healed instantly. I'll say, I'm ready. Then I led a simple prayer. Say after me, Father, but according to you, what you did on the cross, you redeemed me from the curse of the law. Having become the curse, that the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles. Maybe I must say, check the lamp in your breast. She checked. I said, yeah, I can take it. It's okay. Take your hands off. Check again. And she said, oh, I can take it. Take it. I said, take your hands off. Check again. The third time, I said, it has vanished. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Did I use the stripes? This is a curse. When there is a curse, don't say, oh, by his stripes I am healed. That's what they have taught you to confess. That when you confess, by his stripes I'm healed, all sickness will be healed. That is not the truth. However, the stripes can heal cancer. It can heal all diseases. But not all. So we, have, we don't have, so in the spirit you can see we have the stripes for cancer. The stripes for malaria. There's trash for whatever, whatever. However, however, there's some sickness. They are just beyond just sickness. The cause of the sickness, the application is different. Hope you are, get, you are getting understanding. And we learned that if a demon caused your sickness, there is not a stripes matter. Or If a demon made you sick, in the name of Jesus, come out, you demon of death and damp. This was healing a blind and a mute person. Jesus did not waste his time. All he said, come out, you spirit of mute and blindness. The spirit left. And he saw and he spoke. Hallelujah. I see lack of knowledge, my people perish. Sometimes, let me tell you, this knowledge, you know, is both the person receiving the healing and the person administering the healing too. If I'm ignorant, I will not help you. If you're also ignorant, you will not receive your healing. And because the word has said, in my name, you shall heal the sick. So we know by the word only, by the letter, by the spirit is something else. Hallelujah. In this dispensation of the Holy Spirit, if you don't allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you in every single moment of your time, let me tell you, you make a big mistake. And you make a shipwreck of your faith. Didn't the Bible say, yes, he said it. So why am I not receiving it? You lack knowledge. That knowledge doesn't come from reading more of the word. It comes from allowing the Holy Spirit to teach you and guide you in all truth. Hallelujah. That's what it is. As when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you. So one of the hindrances to your healing is the ignorance of the receiver of the healing. And the ignorance of the administer or the, the minister of healing. Both of us, we can hinder your healing. Because people will go like, yeah, and I think I said, did I say it on Friday? I said, somebody, I was praying here, the Lord told me, you've healed this woman before. You, she was blind and the Lord through me healed her. After one year, she was attacked again. I was praying here, the Lord said, look, go and dip, put an oil in your in your head, go and wrap it on her eyes and she will see again. When I went to her, oh no, 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 by his stripes I am healed. And then in there, do you understand? Lack of knowledge. This person is a born again Christian. I say, my people, I say, lack of knowledge, the unbelievers are perishing. I say, my own people are perishing. 
because they are not ready to subject and submit themselves to the Holy Spirit leading. What I know is that I should declare by his stripes I am healed. And what declares are the stripes is not working. Your problem is beyond the stripes. Ask them the one who is able to teach you all things. That's the Holy Spirit and he will teach you the right things to do. Hallelujah. Apart from our ignorance, one of the things that any traditions, the things we already know. A tradition. Me me master you oil. Make an effort or crack who said be Oh yeah. Hallelujah. Jesus was healing the blind. One time he said, mute and blind be healed. There was another who came. He missed spits with sand. Why didn't he cast out the demon? It was not a demonic issue. It was sand and spit issue. <laughs> yeah? And he used that and they were healed. There are differences. And these differences is through the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So sometimes the tradition, media, I don't use oil. Oh, media, all I know is to declare what you know. But the Holy Spirit is a dynamic Holy Spirit. He teaches different things. What he teaches me is different from what he teaches you. The last time I was teaching, one man of God called me. When I was teaching, I was like, sometimes you don't have to say the name of Jesus. But you are still going to see the same results. And I was like, hey, but I said it, yes, and I believe that because the Holy Spirit, Jesus, where is Jesus? Jesus is here. He lives in me. All the healing you have seen is coming from the same Jesus. Jesus lives in me. It's all, it will be tautology. And I'm not going to for another thing. He says, because when I'm here, they forget about the say and look at Jesus. Jesus is here. So when I say, be healed, that man who came from, uh, in, a, in a boboya, who came here, was lying on the floor. That man, that tall man, I think he's gone back to Nigeria. Yeah. I didn't say in the name of Jesus. The Lord told me when you go, say, rise up and walk. And when I said rise up and walk, he rose up and he walked. A paralyzed man. You see, sometimes, when you're not careful, you are used to your tradition, say, saying in the name of Jesus. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's good. It's good to use that. And I still use it. I'm not saying it's wrong. But sometimes, when the Lord asks you to do something, sometimes I'll say, bring water. One of my partners called me. In fact, I, he was in my office. And the wife called. Me wo, me wo, me wo. Before the hospital. And to me and I'm saying, tell your wife, she just drank sachet water. And the sachet water is behind the chair she's sitting. She should pick it up and drink. She'll be healed. I said, yeah, man of God, say, she now know me, you know. I said, oh, no, I said, oh, no, I said, baby, I said, no, I said, baby, I said, 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 I and she picked the stashy water, the rest of the water, and she drank it and instantly she was healed. But I didn't even pray for her. I was sitting in my office. She was on the phone with the husband. Hallelujah. These are the things, if you don't allow the Holy Spirit, we, we will do things in a stereotype manner. Say, even when it's not effective, say, when I was writing the mission and vision of this church, I told God, say, if you know you are not going to let us do it, don't let me write it. Because one day, one day, somebody's going to ask me, why are we not demonstrating it? Because I've told you that this church, we are going to speak the true word and we are going to confirm the word with signs and wonders. And are we not doing it? Signs and wonders, healing. 
Because I don't want one day when some of you have grown. Come and ask Pastor Eric. But so can say this, say this, say But no, they mean here. Mean who? Do you get it? So don't let the traditions and near man who you are used to be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may know what is good and an acceptable will of God. Hallelujah. And one of the ways also that can hinder your healing is your own lack of faith. Hallelujah. And Friday, I thought you said, we say faith, faith, faith. You are near my faith, your healing now with your faith you can receive. And also the faith of the man of God you can also what? Receive. Hallelujah. But sometimes the difficult part is that you may have your faith but when the man of God doesn't also have the faith and even the discernment to receive information from God. Hallelujah. And sometimes when your faith works for you, there are some things in my life that I have prayed for. I didn't need any man of God to pray for me. Because I told God, say, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, you live inside of me. You said you inhabit my body. Then the pain I'm feeling, you should be feeling that too. I can't feel it. I can't Sometimes I need to talk to God like this. Eh? Have the faith and the strength to talk to God that way. My wife was telling me, what did they be? I always challenging God. I'm coming in there. But I'm a team baby. That's what for me. So I have to put you to a challenge. I have to put you to test. So when I say healing in his presence, we'll see you're going to heal the people. So let's, you show me a day. I don't know why you show some a day. I mean, it's so <laughs> Hallelujah. Seventeen. Eleven to nineteen. Said now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourself to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, who, when he saw that he was healed, returned. And with a loud voice glorified God and fell. Give me a moment. Sorry, forgive me. My laptop, my tablet has messed me up. <laughs> All right, Luke 17, right? Which verse was I? 16. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Wow. So Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Hallelujah. These are ten sick people. Ten lepers. 
who have been isolated. Of course, when you COVID-19, you can say, I do to isolation. Because your sickness is contagious. Ten lepers. I said, go and show yourself. As simple as that. One can say, in the name of Jesus, come out. One can say, hey, sickness, wow. No, no, say, go and show yourself to the priest. Simple instruction. But as they left, and they recognized there was healing, hmm, one of them did something that was amazing. He didn't go to see the priest. He came back to see Jesus. Wow. I don't need a priest. In fact, he's been a Samaritan. I know, no, no, Israel for Let me go to the same master who healed me. You know how Jesus answered him? Or oh, see, your faith has made you. So, what made him whole? It was the faith he had. Sometimes it is your faith that can save you. But how can you find faith? Faith comes by hearing. And hearing the word. And when you have the word, you believe at the bottom of your heart. Say, Erade, Diawakin, and one of my name. But let me tell you, sometimes I was trying to redefine faith. And me try, and the Lord said, put it this way. <laughs> faith is the ability to act against all the odds that could be suicidal. <laughs> the ability to act against all the odds even when it's suicidal. Do not afraid it's suicidal. Hey, that's why if you have faith, be prepared to die. Yeah, let me tell you, if you are afraid to die, yeah, now I don't see the kind of growth that you have. I see, death is our benefit. It's our bonus. So I'd rather believe God and die than to go and die under the mercy of the arm of flesh. You see, it's suicidal. That's why I heard one man of God. In fact, he, he was teaching and advising pastors by giving certain examples. So somebody had preached he went to his office, he lay down like this, and he died. He gave another example. The pastor was preaching here on the pulpit, and the pastor what? Died. Most sorry, I must see faith, faith, faith. This is a pastor. We'll see faith, 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 faith. Obeko hospital. No, the spirit and the spirit, and I come out. And why didn't you come out and you die? What's the doctor in answer? That's what I'm telling you. Faith is suicidal. Believing God even when the odds doesn't look like it. Even when the doctor is telling you that you are going to die, you say, I'm not going to die. I'm going to live. Let me tell you something. There was a man, I don't know whether he came to church today. The wife, the doctors diagnosed that your, your baby will die in your womb. And even if you give birth to this baby, the baby will be deformed. And it's going to affect your wife. Your wife could die in the process. Let's terminate the baby. They came here and said, I'm not going to terminate the baby. I'm putting somebody's wife at risk. That's suicidal. Anna. Doctors, no matter your medical name and name, and who say, Sir, I cry, we say, Yeah, one now, my medical name, oh, what better now? So far, on your medical, that medical terms, oh, who be that? 
Ono kachira wase kosoa kosoa na uti eno unti miye. Faith is suicidal. But this gentleman will come to church Wednesday, Friday. We pray. And I say, your wife will give birth and she will come out free from death and the child will not be deformed. And guess what? The child came out. No deformity. The mother is strong. Still strong. Have you seen number of people that have died in the hospital? What the your accident? Our Accra Road. A whole new world. You do do baby. I said so when I arrested her. Now now I'm here. What be who? Anna, where you are supposed to receive medication? Why you know the life? I was listening to one man and he was telling me, he said, when I went to my doctor, the same sickness I have, the doctor also have it. Yeah. And the doctor, in fact, died with it. But these are the people we have hope into. I don't have any problem if you go to the doctor. Let me tell you, let not your hope be in the arm of the flesh. Let your hope be in God, the creator of the doctor. Hallelujah. How many people have died in the hospital? Plenty of them. Who told you that? If God didn't heal the person in the pulpit, it means that his time has so and he has to go. Among the number of people that have received healing in the church. Hallelujah. And I was telling God, say, the healing that will happen in this house should be should surpass Konfanochi. It should surpass Kualibu. And that's why I've lost count. That's why nobody has come to die here. This place is healing, not death. We don't administer death. If Konfanochi will administer death, here we administer life. Life. Hallelujah. Is it here in the time of Suya? You are sick. God said, I'm not going to heal you. You are going to die. Even if he had gone to the hospital, he was still going to die. But if he dies, you blame the church. Because they didn't go to the hospital. Who told you? Who told you? Said, it is prescribed in the Bible. Said, a believer must die in the hospital. Huh? All because we lack faith, lack of knowledge, we are perishing. I'm waiting for one day that when your time is up, you call your children and your grandchildren, hey, my time is up, all of you, bye-bye. Then you close your eyes, you are gone. Beautiful. And God should be able to tell you before you go. No, 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 no. When your time is up, God should tell you that your time is up, I'm going to take you away. And you gladly receive. And what do you matter to you? Now call NFA. Anna. It's nice. I see your faith has healed you. There are some things is according to your faith. And I keep saying some of these things that move from malaria, Hamo. You know the cause of malaria. Anna, what causes malaria? And then turn to me, yeah. And to look at this small, tiny, tiny insect. Very small. Who lasts for some only three days? Anna, how many, how many days do they last? Three days. And they are dead. And you allow mosquito to bite you. To give you malaria. Nobody should come here and let me give malaria for you. Let me tell you, don't come. Why you can speak to that small little insect? Don't bite me. If you bite me, you will die. 
I told my mosquito, me, if you bite me, my blood will become a venom. And if you bite me, you are going to die. And since then, I say this to the glory of God, I've never had malaria since then. And mosquitoes are afraid to bite me. My wife is a witness. Yeah, Faith against mosquitoes. The same with my sister. My sister was here. And you do light. You generate and so. I was in my shorts. It will be battery from the from the car to go inside the generator. Any general, on also ash in the shorts. See ya. Mosquito are becoming me right here. You die. <laughs> My body has become a repellent. And you can make your body the same way. Let me tell you, you, you can repel cancer, you can repel diabetes, you can repel every sickness that has a name. You can repel all of them. It doesn't care. So if you say your venom is stronger than the blood of Jesus, that is in me. Let's see. Sometimes could put God to a test. Like I said, it's quite suicidal though. So sometimes believing God, you know, it can end up being in your grave. But if I have believed God and I've died, I'd rather die believing God by die in the arms of the flesh. I'll listen to Oral Robert. I'll say, me, I'll never go to the hospital. I'll say, if God does not heal me, then I know that my time is up. I'll just go. That is suicidal faith. And that's the faith, that's what we call faith work. I'm building to have that kind of faith. That your faith will not be in man. Now you're careful. Now say, doctors, now I know. And first, you're occult. Why you're careful? Now you're careful. Now you're careful. Now you're careful. Now you're That's the truth. And I don't know. It's one for hope. I'm a saint redeem. Saying against all the odds. Even when it means. I'll die. So be it. But you're strong. Yeah, me and you. How do you need it? How do you need it? Because I'm here fast now. I'm also for a bed. My wife and, the, and his wife we went to go to me to have breakfast. Grow up now. I watch it. I watch it. I'm sitting in bed. You're fast now. I watch it. I'm <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. It's an instruction. I have to fast for the program. No more dynamic careful. You don't want to die. But whether you die now or later, you still die. But do you know, die a hero. A hero of faith. Don't you see that's what I said that those that men uphold all the things that is approved of this world, it doesn't come from me, it's an abomination to me. Dare to be different. Let your faith begin to work for you. Kaifa can be doctor Shakaba now, come up and can make it a crutches. In fact, I can make it a crocamana back why I say. Can we preach in a case? Yeah. It's true. Because they told you that your condition, if you are not careful, you have to amputate. They said it. And we can't operate. Frank, my wife is here. I said, you can't operate now because it is a mess. Tendons don't grow. We have to call that operation. And in operation, you have to take some part of your tendon on your right leg and create another, another problem for you there to fix another problem. 
And in all, I have to also wait for some eight months so that that eight months period, you know, a corona a a ni English be atrophic. I mean, this word nibida. So I went to the dictionary. So atrophic. I said, "Well, now say that one say any flexible a stiff." I just said, "Friend, when coming to me, you see, I went to me and roll on 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 up and down. So a very stiff. To one of my uh huh. Sa right. And I said, "I'm not having any operation. I'm not." And this testimony is one of my greatest testimonies. And I don't get bored with it. <laughs> I don't get bored with it. I'm not having any operation. I'm not. And I told the doctor straight away, Dr. Tano. I told him, Doctor, I'm not. And there was one doctor with me, Dr. Sandra. He said, Doctor, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to believe God. And I went home praying, praying, Father. And this is the strange thing the Lord did. I was surprised. I saw this white preacher who was on TV. And I'm sure it was a recorded program. And this white preacher was like, there is this young man, the Lord is going to use mightily, but one of your legs, which is your left leg, has a problem. God is going to heal you. And I was like, whoa, this is a recorded program. This is not live. Why is he speaking to me? You see how God works. Then my faith was even ignited even the more. Then I called my wife, bring me a cast. I'm going to walk. Tending or no tending, I'm going to walk. And she bought it. And I put the cast on. Even without the instruction of the doctors. I went to the playbook and I got the manual. And I put it on. <laughs> but it wasn't easy. Faith is suicidal because committing outside I am not worse. And I but me pra. Already walk on first one. Why then? What pra? This is the second time I feel the one I need pro. If I show you the pictures, I'm mean, night is saying now pro. I say you know. Hallelujah. But look at me now. <laughs> the operation was not done. The doctors, according to them, tendons don't grow. But when I went for review, tendon had grown. Hallelujah. But this one was suicidal. And I know some pastors came to visit me. I must have trained eight months there. I'm going to operation. You know, because sometimes because of their lack of knowledge and their lack of faith, relying on them makes you perish. Thank you. So don't be ignorant. Hallelujah. That's no be any how God wants to treat the person. You come. If I gave you paracetamol, doesn't mean I have to give you also paracetamol. Right? This program, before the date came, the dog told me, healing in his presence 2022, you're going to heal the sick with handkerchief, white handkerchief. I tell you, I almost forgot. Until I was sitting in the office and I was praying, the Lord said, You've not bought the handkerchief. I was like, hey. But I asked them to go and get it. And all the healings you experienced in this program were through handkerchief. I come in fear and say, Oh, no, no, no. By his stripes, where I'm healed. Therefore, I'm not going to do when you come confess. And stripes, I'm healed. No, no, no. I have to listen to the instructions of the Holy Spirit. What did he say? Hallelujah. Jesus didn't heal the sick with handkerchief, did he? But Paul did. The touch of Jesus' helmet and garment healed the sick. But Peter's shadow healed the sick. These are the things they said. Hey, I have things to tell you. You can bear it. Hallelujah. That's what the Lord told me. He said, This fountain, I but it's a healing fountain. You cannot, that's why this, my members don't get sick anyhow. Anybody who drinks this, you are healed. 
Jenfa Ayarisano, Emma Omo Frabontiere, Ebano, Omo Ba, Noma Bompaya, Momo Nomede, Omo Ko. Yet the Etihanama healing is our bread. Jennifer's son, Peter. This is his favorite water. Or see, whenever I drink this water, I'm better. And Peter has never been sick. Has he been sick? Never. Hallelujah. What is yours is yours. Don't be ignorant. Have faith in what the Lord has said. But say, I, the Lord, I never change. The same yesterday, today, and forever. So what is left is our ignorance. There was a woman who came here and I told her, I know your feet is bigger than my feet. But wear my shoe. <laughs> I'm thick to a woman, wear my shoe and you'll be healed. And I gave her my shoe. She started walking. She came with a very big, during the counseling session, she came with a very big leg. I'm in Papua Quentin in your day. Enkono. But miraculously, Papua in your day. Ekono. And she started walking. By the time you were in Ahwadi, Abaninemo, Maninana, Ahwono, no crying. Achin. It's not everything we lay hands. No, this program, I didn't even lay hands. Did I? Maybe I did, but I don't think I was waving handkerchiefs. Waving handkerchief. Hallelujah. Don't be consumed for your lack of knowledge. Connect to the Holy Spirit. And in here, they be a mechanic. And I must be frank with you. I don't know this Bible from beginning to the end. Though I've read through over and over, there are some scriptures I have to search. So I'm not that type. But the Holy Spirit, the moment you give me the word, then he shows me where it is. Then I open. And I don't just open. He gives me deep revelation as to what he is trying to communicate. Hallelujah. Do you know how he spoke to me why he said I should even take something? Should I, I, we shouldn't raise funds even for this program. What's the scripture? But that while I pray for the program, then I heard this scripture. I think it's somewhere in Mark 11, 14, 12 or something. I forgot. When I read it, I said, what do you mean? I said, I say that this program don't raise funds. Okay. He knows the church is in need, but I said, don't raise funds. It means that he's a provider and he will provide. You need to listen to him. Right? I mean, when he speaks, I really believe in him. Do you know why? When Jesus lacked money and the taxes were coming for him, he commanded coins and gold to go into the womb or to the stomach of a fish. And you are serving this God. And you lack finance. You lack health. They are said, this health. I say, I became poor that you might become rich. All this he has provided for you. But because you lack the knowledge and the application of the knowledge through the spirit, you are lost. Hallelujah. I'm going to end my message. Though I have a lot to say. I can preach over and over and over and over. But you can't bear it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but you can't bear it. I want the spirit of truth to continue and teach you. Hallelujah. May I, I, I'm always, one of the greatest things that will make, bring me joy is that all of you will do as I do. Yeah. Paul said, I say, I imitate Christ. You also imitate me. Why? Because he wanted them to act the same way like Christ. Christ is our foundation. We are building on Christ's foundation. Therefore, I don't want you to come to this church and still become a baby and you are, oh, we are always spoon-feeding you when you are sick. Uh, with you, you are pasteric. Well, now you are pasteric. Ah, dang. Where is the Holy Spirit that is inside of you? 
Though the gift is very important, yes. I'm your shepherd. I'm supposed to make sure that you, you, you are not sick, right? But sometimes, act on your faith. Because sometimes if it's familiarity is part of the, the which I have, I have not actually stressed on it. Familiarity can even hinder your healing. Familiarity. Pastor Eric Deminion, my friend, when I'm Bible says, I say a prophet is not even respected. There are some family members when I pray for them, they don't receive their healing because they know me. I say, I say. Sometimes your familiarity, you no. Know, hey, sometimes because of that, Jesus didn't perform many miracles in Jerusalem because they saw him as a carpenter's son. Carpenter's son. Ah, what carpenter? And eat your bread. What kind of person are you? Hallelujah. There are some people are because they are too familiar with you. And sometimes God through me, I can pray for you and you'll be healed. But your second, third time, you no. Know, you know what? God is the controller of the healing. He can refrain you from receiving. Do you know why? Sometimes a person will ankasa oyenam na oyese. You may bump him out first, second, third. Then you continue. They be a fifth, seventh, eight, nine, ten. You are not over. There be there be worry about your faith. Hallelujah. This morning we are going to declare our faith. We are going to declare our faith. And I thank God. Sometimes, I think last week I shared with you uh, one of my teachers who came here. And he still calls me. He's amazed. But as a mother teacher, so I didn't say, I'm crying, I'm you know why some churches there are some things they're gonna experience because they speak evil of what they do not know they speak evil of what they do look when you speak evil about me you think it's a record say you are attacking you are attacking the holy spirit and that sin is unforgivable somebody sent me a message some one of the uh, ministrations i was doing when i was blowing air onto adobe's uh, feet. Me message, I was like, hey, were you licking the person's feet? But if the Holy Spirit says I should lick the feet, I will lick it. But I said, no, I was blowing air. Because it looks like some it looks like as if you were licking her feet. Okay, if I lick her feet and she will receive the healing, it's not my doing. It's the Holy Spirit. That's why your tradition, sometimes your healing, it may need a, even a spit, saliva. Corona. And anyone know? There are so many things. Me can do the other tools, you know, or intention the young country. Maybe I know a whole drawer day, intention. The Lord has not instructed me to use spit yet, but if He instructs me, I will. Sure, I can. Let, let me tell you for sure, I will. And I don't care about what the social media will say. Let me tell you, me, I'm not here to please the social media. I'm here to please God. And people who want to please God, you, know, you become an enemy of the world. And these things, people will not accept. But I don't care. It's the spirit that gives life. If you want to die, ignore the spirit. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Ignore the spirit. You will die. If you want to live, live without spirit. And they must spread more. You know, say, hey, who? There was a woman. Let me say this. 
You know the story I said about the, the, the child, the doctor said they're going to be deformed. There was another incident the same way. And I told her, I said, look, the doctors are saying this, but believe God. From day one of the pregnancy, they said we have to terminate this pregnancy. They have spoken a word. The only thing that can change the word is another word from the Holy Spirit. So she came here and I told her, your baby is not going to die if you are to survive for the fifth month. Expect to give, give birth without any problem. A true fifth month. The doctors didn't stop speaking. I feel the insunia crano. I feel the then then crano is getting crushed. And I felt for her though, because I was speaking suicidal, because the says that you can lose yourself and lose the baby. Because when Makasa will pass five months, are you be wearing? What past five months you didn't have a miscarriage? Rana is her faith that can sustain the healing. Right? I did my part. Six months. The doctor said, Call the husband. Your husband, your wife is coming stubborn. You are gonna lose your wife if you don't you don't terminate. And she sent me a message. I said, don't terminate. The child will be fine. I don't know what to do. I'm confused. Oh, I'm confused. Oh, I felt for her. Look, because the message that was coming to her were all negative. The reports you can see. That's what I said. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. The churches will prevent, will, will present to you a physical evidence of things that can't work. But faith gives you evidence that your eye can't see. So I kept telling her, look, listen to me. Because I've seen you deliver this child. Four days later, the doctors put her in the operation room, removed the baby. Six and a half years or six, yes, six and a half years. We are medical to incubate him. And then she called me. This choice is, was hers to make. I won't blame her. Like I said, your faith can either make you whole or make you halfway or dead. Depends on you. Hallelujah. And I shared the testimony I just shared with her. I said, look. And I kept repeating that testimony to her. There are so many people. It's just the word that you need. The word from God. God says, I exalt my word over my own name. You will not die. Doctor says you will die and you believe. Fine. I don't have a problem. It's up to you. (laughs) Completely up to you. This one, I'm boosting your faith. I'm boosting your faith. When it, be, it gets so tough, yes, think that faith is what? Suicidal. But you know what? If you die in faith, I say you receive the crown of life. And this one, your eye can see this all. Eh? Your eye can see, but me, I believe. And some of you are Monsum Yamaye no Radio. Say, and in my Radia Cassette in his name, he will do a oil. Is that not boosting your faith to serve him even the more? Who will say, or say, Wow, more brother, you saw, but who will say, you will do it all. Anna, or say, if you <laughs> walk in the flesh. I see all liars, all fornicators, all those things will go to the lake of fire. God is faithful. If he's faithful to heal you, he's faithful to also send you to hell. (laughs) Hallelujah. 
So let all the things your eye is seeing gives you a sign to worship God even the more. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to your feet now. Welcome to Love Encounter Faith Work Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faith Work, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for a prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faith Work Ministries at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faith Walk and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faith Walk Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faith Walk Ministries.